Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Come down here. I don't know nothing about raising these fools. So tell me what to do. I don't know nothing about raising these kids. And that's what it is. We never opened the show with Casey Cobb. This is very yeah, exciting. Right. <laughs> well, you know, now I have to come up here and make sure my husband's all set up and everything's yep, you ready. You do. You do. You're all like his momager. <sighs> I know. I know. Wait, you're like mic. let me make sure the you, mic you're is like his momager. You're his Chris Jenner. Yeah, I even play test test test. Uh, okay. 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 yes. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes test that. at your regular speaking volume and not at your peak level. Yes. And, hi, Casey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just checking, make sure he's all set up. I plugged yep. in the computer for him. Yeah, and I'm you shocked. None of that shit. I did that shit myself. I did it yesterday. One o two. Casey, one o two p.m. for Donald is very nice. Thank That's, you for that. Yep. Wait, what do you say? I do what I do. What do you say? One o two for you is very nice. <laughs> Versus one twelve. So mad. <laughs> the fans can't see how mad his face is. Uh, all right, we got to start the show, right. Casey. We love you. Bye. Bye, Casey. Bye. Bye <laughs> what does he mean by 102? You got on at 102. My God. Hi. <laughs> oh, I was on way before that. Y'all didn't let me in the motherfucking room. I was on hold. Way before that. Donald, I have the participant list right here. Yeah, don't lie to Daniel. 
<laughs> Daniel could eat a dick. Oh, He's been okay. freaking That's... hanging out with these new girl motherfuckers a little too is. much yes, now. And all of a sudden, and now, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, Daniel all uppity. They treat me better over there. They treat me. I get fucking. They send me gift baskets. Look at Daniel. Do they send you gift baskets? Uh, Zoe sent us the no really comment. great box of chocolates. Oh, <laughs> like, Donald, so we're not good. sending them enough shit. Joelle, do you want that? You have? Do you want that? Hello. I know. We're really good here. I know, but do you want um this that weird Batman thing I showed you? I can. Nobody you wants that weird Batman <laughs> shit. What are you I will do legitimately with take it. What are you going to do? They're with collectible it? statues. What, what are you going to do? With it? Don't 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 mention what it is because really I don't want to nice dis. I don't want to diss anybody, but I feel like Joelle could okay, find okay. a home for it. She's a collector of of this sort of memorabilia. Truly, it'll go great on my bookshelf with all my other cool collectibles. Yes. Okay. You know what I just started getting into? Mesco. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yes. <laughs> First of all, one yes. <laughs> But that's not what I was talking about. I'm really starting to get into these Mezco 112 action figures. They're high-end action figures. Uh, They're so freaking dope. They don't have any Star Wars yet, but they have this thing called uh, Rumble Society and Gomez, and they do all of the DC and Marvel characters and their costumes. But but it's like, like... Wolverine's outfit is made out of leather and like it's and they're six inches so you could put them into all of your six inch diorama uh if you are an action figure collector that is anyway it is fire so are you uh, can you use them for animating or are they just for decoration well for a lot of people it's for decoration for me it's for animation do Uh, they have uh, Yelena from Black Widow I just posted them in the chat if you want to check Marvel definitely has doesn't look uh, like they do. Marvel yeah. definitely has a bunch of things, but I don't I don't I've never seen I don't see it. Yeah. Well then I'm not shopping there. Oh, um right I love you guys. Hi fans, hi listeners. Hi. Thank you for joining us. As always, we appreciate the time that you give us. You 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 tune in. You could be tuning into one of nine quadrillion podcasts and you choose us and we genuinely thank you for that i hope that we're worthy i hope that we're as good as the new girl podcast uh <laughs> produced by joelle and daniel how's that going guys um everybody getting along over there any infighting it's oh, been really lovely just I, I think you know they're just kind people and they're excited for their show and you're cutting in and out, Joelle. Yeah, just so you are cutting in. So sorry, Joelle. The the uh, it sounds like what she said came like, through though. No, well, it sounded it sounded like a lot. Oh, well, because on our side, it sounded like a lot of gibberish just now. It sounded yeah, like this a is lot what, of, it, <laughs> sounded it sounded like, like a lot. They go, it sucks over there. They don't. Yeah, they, they they're don't still give fresh. They haven't been broken yet. They don't what, give what, me water. With the with the ever. breakup, yeah, Donald's right. With the breakup of your sound, what came out was it sucks over there. <laughs> I'm not happy, mm-hmm. and bangs are lame. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's all. I mean, I that's heard. what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what. That's I'm what talking. I heard. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Um. Now I have a question right off the bat, Donald. Now I've seen Clueless before. I don't remember you horseback riding. That's in Clueless. Yes, there was a television show. Oh, the television show version. Because Scrubs Wiki is trying to say that we 
stole this from Clueless, and I'm like, this wasn't in Clueless. It was in Clueless, a television show, something very similar. So this is the season finale of season five, and the only thing that comes to mind, Donald, is we still have no plan for what happens when we finish this darn show. We're enjoying this. The fans are enjoying this. We're flying through. We're going to be on season six. You're going to be naked in the fetal position on the floor crying when we get to season eight. You know what? I don't think I'm going to cry, but I do think we need to hurry up and get our shit together and figure out what we're going to do next. Yeah. Because, look, if you do a normal interview celebrity shit, that's you need a booker. Like, you got to hire because. Because I'm not trying to, like, call everyone in my phone book and beg people. My phone book isn't that thick. I only know a few people. I know you. Yeah. And Bill. I'm already on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, what are we going to do, dog? What are we going to do? Hill. You could get Dulé Hill. I'll hit up Dulé. We could totally do a psyched uh, Scrubs crossover. The fans are asking for it. You know what I mean? Uh, I've never watched an episode of Psyched. I'm not going to lie, though. But I, I can, haven't either. I haven't I, either. But it does feel a bit, and I don't mean to diss um, Psych fans or anyone involved with Psych. It does feel like whomever created it was a fan of Scrubs. Shots fired? Yeah, shots I, feel fired? Like, I feel like that was shots fired. But, that, you know. I didn't mean for that to be shots fired. I'm sure there's a Psych. I'm sure there's a, actually, when I ran into Dulé Hill at the airport, I was like, you got to do a podcast. We're having so much fun doing it, and uh, and I bet your psych fans would love it. And I was there. I was there trying to convince Dulé to do a, a psych rewatch. Dulé, I mean, I bought, could... I, I, I bought him a mimosa. Yeah, you know how I love Dulé, man. That's a very classy thing to do. By well, listen, boy, I ran into him in the lounge and I said, "I'm going to be getting a mimosa, mimosa Dulé Hill. Would you like one?" And he said, "As a matter of fact, Zach Braff, I would." Nice. So I went and got that man a mimosa. I like that. I also love the fact that we talk about we brought it back around. We're talking about Dulé Hill again. I missed I missed this conversation. I missed us talking about the talents of this man. Did you know that Dulé is one of the best tap dancers in the world? I in did. the world? Well, I in the saw, world. When I was a young person, uh, there was a Broadway show called The Tap Dance Kid. I believe yes. Alfonso uh, Ribeiro, yes, originated the role, and then I believe Dulé Hill took over. Uh, I'm not sure where. I think either Dulé did the travel, or I'm not sure. But Savion took over. I think Savion Glover took over for Alfonso Ribeiro. And then I believe, but Dulé is definitely. Who were Dulé the, is who were the young men who played the tap dance kid? I think Dulé did it on Broadway. Maybe after Savion, I don't. Well, know. he was definitely in the group of uh, young. So the musical. Talented. All I remember from the musical, of course, is that it involved. Uh, the premise involved a, a, a young oh, child. Oh, has who, such great music in a that. A young child who was an incredible tap dancer. Dude. Now, I don't remember any of the music. Dude, such great music. Uh, and you know what else I remember? Song. You know what else I remember? What? Their big stunt. Because, you know, musicals back in the day, if you were going to be on Broadway, you had to have like a crazy set or you had to... What was the stunt? You know, nowadays there's often more minimal. But the Roosevelt Island cable car goes down across the whole stage. And wow. uh, it was a big it was a big wow moment in their set. They had some great music in that in that show. Like I've even put some of it in in rhymes, like parts of it. Like they had one song called "Class Act" about uh, how you know the mom, the dad, and the uncle had this dope dance team back in the day that was real fire, and they used to 
you know, do all of this dancing, but obviously something happened and now they don't dance anymore and the dad's more serious and they've got all real jo jobs. But the song was like, we've got a class act. It's a well-known fact. You can tell by the swell clientele we attract. Dipsy and me, and daddy makes three. Okay. Right. And then there was also, dancing is everything. Dancing is having fun. Okay, Something like I'm that. tired of these fucking tap dance kid songs. Anyway, okay. Joelle, did you find the trivia out? Alfonso Ribeiro did the original Broadway cast. Do they hail to the National Touring Company two years later? Okay, thank you. It's the season five finale, everybody. And uh, <laughs> what a segue! Now that's a segue. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of doctors and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. So let's get into the television show Scrubs. Donald, zoom, zoom, zoom. Now, wasn't zoom, zoom, zoom a car commercial thing? I don't it remember. Was, the, it was what? a Mazda car commercial. Mazda. Zoom, zoom, zoom. It was there. as Hyundai is the uh, sponsor for these shows. I will respectfully say zoom, zoom, zoom was an awesome joke. It came out of nowhere. First of all, I think, uh, the, I think the Hyundai people are fine with uh, with us mentioning a different car in terms of uh, how it relates to Scrubs. OK, well, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom was an awesome uh, joke. I remember because the song was so catchy. Well, at the and... time we were doing this, it was everywhere. It was their big campaign. Yeah. And it was their jingle. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. But there was like so many versions of it. There was like Zoom, Zoom. Where they whisper, and then there was the, there was like, I, I bet they even did like the African version of it, where it was like the African Serengeti, home, zoom, 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 zoom. Like, I don't I remember. I don't like remember that. that particular ad. I do remember. I bet you um, they did it. Go ahead. I just love that somewhere there was some John Tesh-like figure that was sitting at home <laughs> and went, zoom, 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 and got paid a lot of money. Sent it in. Sent it. Submitted it. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like, this is, he's like, they're never going to go for this. What if I just go, zoom, 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 and, like, and well, Mazda's what's, what's, like, oh, my God. He's like, well, what's the, what's the tagline? Well, it's a, they want the card to you know, seem like it goes fast, so like a zoom. Mm, yeah. Zoom, Can you zoom, imagine zoom. the pitch? He he goes into the conference room and he's like, "All right, guys, you ready? Zoom, zoom, zoom." And they're like, they're just staring. They're like, "Is there more?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, that's it. It's just zoom, zoom, zoom." And they're like, "John Tesh, you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, you have lost what about, your magic." What about McDonald's? They don't even have a fucking. It, there's not even words in it. It's just saying ba da ba ba ba. That's it. That's it. It's like some. It, how do you? Ba, how, ba, ba, how, I'm how, loving it. Yeah, but how hard is it to come up with? Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. I just want to know if it was a buyout or if he gets paid per Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even. Probably a buyout. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba is like when somebody's like, yo, you know how the song goes? It's like, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. 
Zoom, zoom, zoom. All right. So listen, um, this is the introduction of Zoom, zoom, zoom. I really laughed out loud when I slid in on the counter. Hey, Kim, trying to ask you out on a date. Um, the uh, We know that Cox and Jordan are sick and tired of uh, the toddler stage. Potty training is happening. Jack seems to be pooing all over the place, but working on his potty training. Pooed Donald, pooed, you must have a lot of experience in, with uh, with potty training. Yes, pooed in the television. I, I do. I remember when Rocco pooed in the toilet for the first time, and we were all very excited. But then what it meant was we would have to wipe his butt after he pooed in the toilet. And it wasn't as sloppy as it was in the diaper, but there's something still. Yeah. It's not Kinda, pleasurable. It's not something that know. I'm looking forward to as as a parent if I ever become a parent. Um, that stage where your kid is calling from the bathroom and you have to I'm go. I'm done. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I want to be like, all right, great, wipe your ass. Yeah. Well, so what's the what thing? They can't into. wipe. They don't know how to wipe their ass. Not for a while. Well, they know how to. They get the concept of it and everything but like that. But they're gonna do a sloppy job. That's just gonna be all over their butt. <laughs> You know what I mean? So you They'll have come to go in the there. Smelling like you dookie. have to go in there. They yell, "I'm done," and then you have to go in there and what? You have to spread. Well, I don't have cheeks. to do that anymore. But I, you, you know, if you have a good system, they, you know, do they assume bend a position. Over. Yes, yeah, yeah, they a position, assume a wiping position. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier. You get to wipe the butt, and it's 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 way easier than having to clean a diaper too. Yeah, the diaper's the worst, man. That's just I just everywhere. think it's funny. Like the diaper it, gets inside crevices. At least with the you dog, you, you you pick it up with a little baggie, and and uh, you don't ever have to get in there. I like you know, you have to. I'm not like taking toilet paper to my dog's ass. No. If you had a monkey, I imagine you would. What have about it, if it's though? diarrhea and you have to be like, oh man. Well, you have to pick that up if you have a dog. If a dog no, has I'm diarrhea, saying when your kid's like, I'm done, and you go in there and it's a hot mess. At least it's in the toilet and not on the floor. Uh, I don't know. Joelle thing is, Daniel, but it stinks kids, too. So. That's the other thing. It smells so bad. Look, you what, guys. The, the human feces is horrible, huh? Uh, fecal matter just does not. Uh, it, it does not go well with at least yeah, my, when it's, when it's my yours, nostrils. It, when it's yours, it's bad Bugs. enough. But when it's somebody else's, even if you made the person, it's got, not got to be enjoyable at all. Yeah, not at all. So how old and are it, they when they're like finally able to wipe? Um, Hopefully they wipe at a very young age, Um, you know. <laughs> Uh, but sometimes it can last. I don't know. I'm going to try know, yelling. I'm going to try yelling when I'm done. I'm done. See if anybody comes running. Ain't nobody come wipe that ass, man. <laughs> so Kelso's legs. This is a running joke that Kelso has ripped legs. Now I don't think that was really Ken. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, that looked like like Luke Ferrigno's <laughs> calves, or, or like Lance Armstrong. I mean, they were very ripped calves, yeah. and they're shaved. So it's probably a cyclist. Yeah. And Ted's lost his house. Ted's uh, been evicted, and, and, um, and he and his mom are living in his car or her with, car with the cats. in front of the with the cats in front of the hospital. Now, I really fall for Kim because she not only is she so beautiful, but she zooms, zooms, zooms. She zooms. You zoom. Go, yeah, and then she claims to have invented it. And we never gave Mazda any tip of the hat to this. This was just like we pretended that the Mazda thing had never happened. Because anybody could have made that up. Just like the I'm loving it commercial. The people at Mazda really missed out an opportunity to try and capitalize on this. 
I mean, what were they going to do, sue us? No, I mean, like, work in a Mazda ad, you know, for a little extra money. I bet you they did. I bet you in some way we were promoting Mazda. We did that once. Do you remember what it was? I forgot if we've spoken about this. I think it was like, I think it was like a vacation or something like that. Yes, it was. It was so cringy. I still cringe about it when I think about it. But this was in the era just, we were shooting Scrubs at this point in the era when they had begun to try and get ads into shows, like in in, in new ways other than just going to commercials because everyone started, TiVo came out and everyone was fast forwarding commercials and they started to figure out like, oh, what if they somehow worked it into the show? And some people were doing this more effectively than others, but ours was like, our Bill's attempt on our shows was like, we were like looking for a vacation spot to go. And I was like, but Turk, if we use TripAdvisor, we could be there and they'd help us save up to percent. And you were like, I don't know, JD. And it was so, I hated it. I hated it. I felt like, I felt so dirty, but I did it for Uncle Bill. Well, you know, something had to pay the bills. Probably got to do a really awesome finale because of it, or got to go to, was this the year we went to Vegas? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember that we stopped after that because we all didn't like it. It felt really, really gross. Um, so the door hit at the end of the cold open. Wow, that was me. And you know I'm always impressed with a glass door hit. The, what was happened, that you really? Well, the curtain into the breaking of the head is definitely not me. The, the right. trapped in the curtain, head through glass, yeah. well, which is obviously breakaway glass, is not um, me. But I do do a, my standard go-to glass door face hit, right? which was the, fire. The, yes, I'm always proud good. of it when it looks good. It's, well... And you do it well. Thank you. It's no one doubt. of my skills. You know, I don't have many skills, Donald. I, I make movies. You have, quite a, you have quite a few skills, my friend. No, I can I can act. I can make movies. Uh, what else can I do? You can dance. You can sing. I can't really dance. I can sing competently. You can dance enough to be on Broadway. That's true. And okay. wait do you see the dance-off. I got to say, wait do you see the dance-off I do in Cheaper by the Dozen. I had a hip-hop coach, Donald. Wait a second. You had somebody come over and be like, now I had this, this woman. Was it that? La- oh, my God. Was it the lady was that was like, this isn't hip hop. This is hip hop. Where she turns <laughs> oh. her legs out. Was it favorite. that lady? Was it that lady that's like, no, you see this? Hip hop is this. Hip hop is. You see that shoulder pop? That's hip hop. Was it no, that lady? Please no. tell me. it was. No. It was during COVID. And it would be in my gym at my house. And this woman would come over. And she was amazing. She was hilarious. And we, she'd crank hip hop and dance music, and we would just, she'd be like, "Let me see what you can do, like just, <laughs> just start moving." And it's so embarrassing. Like I would just be like, you know, in front of the mirrors in my gym, I'd be like, just moving and like giving her, showing her everything I got. And she's like, "Okay, okay, I see what we're working with." But she was like, a, she was like insp- inspiring. Like she would really like. Like no matter how embarrassing and nerdy and dorky I looked, she would be like, "All right, all right." And then she'd teach me some moves, and we had fun. She was a blast. And then did we did like a whole choreographed um, dance number in the in the, in the, in in Cheaper by the Dozen, coming to you March eighteenth. Oh my! Oh, gosh. I just found out you're getting a uh, spoiler alert, but you're getting a big one of those big boxes where they say, Ooh. "Here, watch the movie with these treats for your kids." I and can't wait. Maybe I can get Joelle and Daniel one of those too. <gasps> I will make an unboxing video. Out here in Hollywood, for those of you who don't know, they want to get stars who, who might um, tweet or, or, or Instagram about something. They send you these boxes, especially new during COVID when they can't really have premieres anymore. And it'll have like 
you know, things in it. Like, you know, if it's not a kids movie, let's say it's a it's a it's a regular adult movie, they'd be like, "Please enjoy this dinner and glass and bottle of fancy wine whilst you enjoy mm-hmm. an early screening of such and such." <laughs> and they're hoping that you're going to then go on Instagram and Twitter and be like, "Oh my god, I love this so much. Look at what they sent me." Right, 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 right. So anyway, they're doing I that for wait. cheaper and uh, for 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 parents for parents like you, Donald, you'll be getting something juicy. That's great. We are on fire. These guys got their other podcast that they do. Good for you. I'm happy for the new girl <laughs> podcast. Good for you. That's great. But my buddy Zach got a movie that he directed. Yeah. And he's also got Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. And, things are happening. Know, things, things are, are happening. happening. All right. Let's do. Let's talk about the show, Scrubs. Okay. Come on. Enough. Enough. Enough pumping up Donald and all his achievements. Um, Todd. What are you talking about? I'm just. Uh... I love you. Todd is grabbing his crotch a little too much. Todd says it's moving, looking at Judy's (laughs) belly. And then she says, Todd, you're touching your penis. Yes. And he says, no, sorry. He said, I felt it move. Yes. She says, you're touching your penis. Um, Floating head doctor is back. (laughs) Floating head doctor. What a mess floating head doctor creates. Uh, It just never works out when, when, when the body is separated from the head. I think that's a lesson that we all need to learn from scrubs. But well, head has all the brains, but head also headbutts. Yeah, head headbutts Elizabeth Banks because yeah. <laughs> he's not getting enough mic time at the karaoke show. At the karaoke so karaoke show. Don't go breaking my heart. Yeah. What is Body expected to do? He's going to cook dinner. He's without cooking a brain, dinner, but without right. A brain. Right. Or eyes. Or eyes. Right. <laughs> Tricky. Very difficult. You need you need a brain. Obviously, I'm sure there's um, probably ridiculously amazing blind chefs, but you need a brain. I definitely feel like you need a brain to cook anything. Yes. So um, there you go. That uh, a body shows up on fire from trying to cook. And stays on fire. Nobody puts body out. Yes. And when JD headbutts Banks uh, and she falls down, um, he asks everyone to clap their hands in the air. And body, still on fire, is the only one that listens. But you know what? How does he listen? He doesn't have ears. I mean, ears, yeah. <laughs> but, but it must be a feeling that body has. I guess, I guess the mind is still controlling body, even though they are separated. I see. I see. So you're saying the head can tell body. Well, he's able to say body come. I don't know. There's just a lot of holes in this, how this works. Okay. I mean, yeah, because it's a floating head also. I like so. the way I say, I beat up many nudes yeah. in my day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the nerdiest person in the world is trying to brag. I, I, I think we were also, I think we were, you also got a kick out of how you said nerd, especially back then. We used to, I remember us doing that, where we used to take words and try to stretch them out and make right. them sound funny. But the idea of the nerdiest person in the world being like, oh, don't you worry, Kim. I, <laughs> I beat, up, beat many up many nerds. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. That was the second, that's the second uh, jingle of a big company that we were uh, hijacking. This one, I wonder if we had to get the licensing for, because we're, we're actually talking about Chili's, the restaurant. I want my baby back, baby back, baby Chili's back. Chili's baby back, back ribs. Have you ever had Chili's baby back ribs, Donald? I've never had their baby back ribs, but I have gone to Chili's for happy hour. What kind of food is Chili's? It's kind of just like uh, everything, right? Uh, no, it's it barbecue. It's oh, barbecue. it's barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Joelle, have you been to Chili's? 
Oh yeah, man. I've been broken in college. I've, been, <laughs> I've seen yeah. a the inside of a Chili's before. <laughs> Daniel, you seem like a Chili's guy. Absolutely. On the road, Ian and I would stop at a Chili's too all the time to get some apps. Great yeah. app yes. spot. They also got a good burger. They got a good peppercorn burger there. You know what I mean? They got a good margarita at Chili's. I'll tell it you that. It sounds like they have uh, baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Yeah, I've never, I've never had the baby back ribs though. Baby showers. Let's talk about that. Uh, isn't uh, what is this deal? Again, I'm. It's foreign to me. It's mostly traditionally the women go right, and then the the husband comes at the end, and uh, or is, isn't that the stereotypically the way it's done? Stereotypically, mm-hmm. that's how it is done. Uh, the I remember for my baby shower, we went and played golf, and then I came at the end or something like that. Uh, I don't think I've ever been to a baby shower. I've been to a so few lucky. of them. Joelle, have hmm. you been to them? I know. I know. In the movies, they're always like the women are all gathered around, and then the the mm. woman is opening up presents, going, "Oh, it's so cute." Yeah, that's essentially all- that's even encapsulated perfectly what happens. But then there's also the disgusting thing, like someone decided there needed to be games, and they should be baby related, and for the most part, they're disgust like tastes baby food. That's what it is, which they do in the show. Um, but I went to one where they smeared a bunch of different types of like brown desserts in diapers and they were like smelling and guess what i'm like that is foul oh why I, did you I, do I, that? I, I didn't like the idea that when all i had stupid. to do was go oh that's so cute if i have to smell a diaper and guess well, what for chocolate the, it is I, for the for the parents of of said baby that's soon to be born it's a great day because you're getting all of these things like i'm gonna tell you something right now for all of you who hate going to baby showers and everything Show up with something. When you do go, show up with something that's helpful. Yeah, sure, the outfit is cute. Yeah, sure, that's a cute little rattle. But come with some diapers, yo. You want to help out? Come with a freaking crib, yo. You want to help out? To my, that's what I did to my You know what I mean? Sister. Like, for real, you want to... You think people clown, but diapers go a long way, man. You run out. By the way, come that's exactly with, come, what I you, did. My stepsister uh, uh, had twins. Oh, and boy. I sent her, like... A trailer of diapers. It was like beep beep. You are beep. the best brother ever in the history of brothers, man. Like that's understanding the assignment. All of this, let's make this shit cute, is some bullshit. But I think I get women it. like to buy the cute little outfit and go. Oh no, my but God, look, baby, because twins. they don't got no kids. Those are the motherfuckers that don't got no kids, though, man. I'm trying <laughs> to tell way, you right now. Way, you got to say if I'm forced to come, I'm buying a cute little outfit. I'm not. Oh yeah. I'm not. Um, like if you I know what? To go, and the parents would be sh- pissed at you. They'd be like, "This motherfucker!" Because the outfit only gets worn like maybe once or twice know, in the, the only, kid's life. The only serotonin hit I'm gonna have the whole experience is when they open my baby Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> bring. Some, I'm just saying, bring something to the table that's gonna help the young couple out, or that's gonna help whoever is receiving said presents. Bring something that's gonna help them. Bring a motherfucking a dresser or a changing table. You know what I'm saying? Hook right. somebody up. All right. Well, the, the the poor JD's deck has become a cruising spot for older gay gentlemen. That's hilarious, and, man. Uh, best, <laughs> best. Your your JD's freaking deck has become pretty much a social club. It's for a, gay it's men. a hangout spot yeah. for not just gay men but senior gay men. Senior gay men. Yes. yes. And uh, JD's cleaning up, and he finds an apple teeny, and he goes. Apple teeny, when did they start drinking straight guy drinks? <laughs> <laughs> 
they don't even clean up after themselves. I no. mean, it's really rude. It's one thing to use my my deck as a as a gay cruising spot, but at least clean up. How did they find said deck? How did they, why the am I saying said so much? Oh, the janitor posted it in the hospital. Yes. Right, the janitor. But how posted. did the how was the hospital such a freaking like it's the interweb all of a sudden? Like, it's well, the it just inter- travels. You know, any any senior gay person at the hospital clearly told their friends, and word <laughs> travels fast. <laughs> Listen, I imagine there's not a lot of beautiful outdoor spots that are specifically intended for old gay hooking up and mingling, and um, in in the area of the hospital. And uh, and this one was well advertised with flyers. Um, the Everywhere, apparently. Made, the janitor made flyers that say, old, gay, like decks. <laughs> <laughs> and it has my picture on it. I would love to have one of those. A uh, uh, deck? Just in no, the middle one of, of One of those flyers. I would have one of those flyers framed. Oh, that's a great frame, yeah. <laughs> that's a great frame piece. Um, if any fan wants to give me a fan present. And they know how to use Photoshop. Just please recreate that for me. Okay. So, and also, the old gay men love your hose. Yeah, you, I tried to spray them JD off. JD sprays them. I with... try and spray them off the deck with my hose, and they apparently loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I screamed at them that Les Mis was in town, meaning that they, that's where they should be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you knew from personal experience that it was in town. I'm like, get out of here! Lay Miz is in town. Why aren't you there? That's a better spot for you. I want to talk about this horseback riding thing, which is pretty epic. And I shot this. Bill Lawrence directed this, but I uh, directed the uh, the sort of beach second unit. And I'll tell you some funny stories after this quick break. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gurgle, gurgle, so this beach gurgle, thing gurgle, gurgle. was so epic to shoot, um, and it's only on screen for a short amount of time. But if only I could show you how epic it was to do that. Um, we had a we had a hum. So so we had the horses, but it's very hard. We had the stunt people riding the horses bareback because that's pretty damn hard for someone who doesn't know how to ride a horse. So what we did was I did we did this research. And I was like, what do they use on like? like for close-ups in horseback riding movies. And we found out that one of the things they have is, do you remember the old school exercise bikes mm-hmm. that would move like back and forward as you pedaled? Mm-hmm. So someone came up with the idea of putting two of those on a, on a trailer. And then we pulled that with a Hummer. There was a Hummer, literally this rig. I, I, we got, maybe I can find a picture, Joel, we could post online. It was so elaborate. But it was like a Hummer that, you know, film a Hummer that had been tricked out for filming that had a crane arm off the back of the Hummer that was pulling the trailer with the two old school exercise bikes on it. So we could get that shot that starts on Elizabeth Banks loving it and then slowly pans over to me in painting it right? because that was not going to be feasible at all on real horses um, to get that shot. So, uh. I don't know. It was fun. I, 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 we had a lot of toys that day to execute that. And um, it's really funny. I laughed out loud when you when the camera revealed. It's such a funny shot of, of Elizabeth Banks um, smiling and just in heaven on horseback. And then you pan to me just having my nuts ransacked. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would bareback horse ride. I mean, you need like a cup. Well, you need, you need more than that, man. Like riding bareback, there's... There's no, like, you got to have, you got to have a skill as a horse rider. No, of course you have to have skill. I'm saying my experience, even briefly, was that it. Oh, you um, really got on a horse bareback? Oh, yeah, I got on bareback the horse for, for, for like, a few shots, yeah. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. You're out of your mind right there, man. That had to hurt. I don't remember if I had a cup on or not, but (laughs) it doesn't, it doesn't, 
dovetail nicely with the male anatomy. I thought, right, oh, wow. It's not comfy. I've well, never done it, but I trust you. I was it about took, to say, a, Daniel, it you... took a lot of work to get oh, those no. shots, but it looked pretty, and uh, it was very funny. And, and then the, it cranes up, and it looks like she's like about to perform fellatio on me. But she's feeling my balls, <laughs> and she says, um, the right one's always been bigger. And I say, yep. And I go, wait, you're right or stage right? That was funny. <laughs> stage right, for those of you who don't know, is a theater term for, for because you, you know when you're facing out, if you're on the stage facing out, that's how you that's how you talk about left and right. So stage right, if you're on the stage facing out, would be the right way, and, and stage left would be the left way. So you know if someone's if a director's directing you while you're on the stage and they say left right, it's confusing because you're looking at each other. So that's how the term stage right and stage left became uh, necessary. Yes, Daniel. I have a question. I've also heard the term for the other side being called house right and house yes. left. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. Cool. So th they don't often use that um, no. uh, in theater, but it but it is it is uh, uh, I think often more used in like concerts and venues and stuff. Got it. House house left, house right, stage left, stage right. So let's talk about some of the themes of this show. We talked about it. This whole show's about everybody having a new transition. When when I heard that, I thought it was going to be like a job, you know, coming through and people moving on to new things. I thought that's what was about to happen because we were going into the end of the season. And I, you know, not necessarily remembering everything mm. as the as the show started, I was like, okay, I'm I'm wrong. Maybe the transition is you know, something else. But there's a lot of great moments in this. Jordan and Cox realizing how much fun, even in their misery, yeah. how much fun it was to watch Jack get to the moment that he's at right now. And how now they've, they're informed and they could definitely handle what's ahead of them yeah. now that they're having a baby. Turk and Carla? Well, I'll, I'll get to them too, but I couldn't understand why Elliot, why she was cock blocking. I think it's seed. I mean, if if my my first answer is that Bill is seeding the fact that she's already jealous. Um, you know, we we know they're going to end up together. Spoiler, but hmm. um, he's he's laying the foundation of whenever she's sensing that that JD kind of likes someone, that she becomes a C blocker. Well, she lingers in the background and everything like that. And Elliot, yeah. Elliot, that's Elliot Reed, uh, yeah. moment killer. That was yeah. in this episode, <laughs> dude. And I definitely feel like Bill was like, you know, in in real life, this is how I believe it to be. Also, if you truly love someone and it's not to, meant to be, let them go. And if they come back, then you know, it's it's supposed to happen. But you know, you got to let them be free and. At this but point, also, Jay, I mean, come on, JD has been a part of their sex uh, acts, um, you know, being the, the apple thief and everything. Like, he's really gone the extra mile with Keith. Right. And now he's got a hottie like Elizabeth Banks, and all of a sudden she's trying to take her to a Neil Diamond concert and doing all this cock blocking, Elliot Fun moment killer. Yeah. Speaking of Neil Diamond. Yeah, your impression finally gets a, uh, a nice uh, cameo. Did I tell you you hit me up? On, uh, I'm not sure if it was the Instagram or the Twitter. What? I think it was the Instagram. He hit, he, he didn't hit me up. He posted me doing him. On Scrubs? Or on where? Scrubs or something like that. In my DM or something. And I wrote back and hearted it 
or I, oh no, I reposted it and he hearted it. We didn't have a conversation. This is such 2020 was, lingo. I reposted yeah. it and yeah. then he hearted it. Yeah. we. And then I gave him. that heart a thumbs up. Right. And then I read <laughs> And I think we're friends now. And, I, and I, think that, I think that means I'm going to his next wedding. Yes. No. <laughs> well, I think that means that he appreciates That's your awesome. impression. Um, yeah. Do you want to give us a little sample now for those of us, who, for those listeners who haven't heard it in a while? The Transformers, <laughs> more than meets the eye. Hey, the Transformers, <laughs> robots in disguise. <laughs> Autobots face their battles to destroy the evil forces of Omnicron. No, the Decepticons. Oh, <laughs> oh Omnicron. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Everywhere around the world, we're coming to they America. They're coming to America. <laughs> Everywhere around the world. That you, when I was a kid, man, that's he what, was cool, dude. When I was a kid, he used to come on during like the best of uh, tape recorders or records. They used to advertise them during Voltron or or during like the commercial break for GI Joe, and so I used to have to. I that's that's the only way I know Neil Diamond. I don't know any of the songs in whole. I just know like oh, so that's snippets. why you have this just psychological thing that for some reason they were advertising Neil Diamond tracks during kids cartoons. Yes, so that's why you tied it together with Transformers. Yeah, man, that's oh, how that's how it all origin. connects. I never knew the origin the of Transformers why you <laughs> because it would be like in between. After we would be like we uh da na 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 we'll we uh the Transformers will be right back, and then it would be a commercial and it would be like Neil Diamond's greatest hits everywhere around the, the world. world. We come into to America. America. Turn on your hot light. <laughs> Let, Let it, shine it shine wherever you, you go. Love on the rocks. Um, Ain't no surprise. <laughs> okay, so JD and Turk work out a line for today. Oh God. <laughs> JD and Turk uh, work out a line that they think will work on on getting Kim back after the debacle that was the horse riding incident where she had to inspect. My testicle. It's hard to believe that JD wouldn't get um, an erection on the beach if a after beautiful, his penis a beautiful, was pummeled. Well, even after that, uh, a beautiful woman um, that he likes undoes his pants and reaches in to feel his scrotum. I, that has just been destroyed by a horse's back. Right, but I think uh, the character, and I know him well, may have still got, may have still got movement. <laughs> but she's a urologist, so she knows uh, she's seen this before. So she understands. What's this about vasectomies not taking? That's a thing. Well, sometimes people mess it up, and it and and that has happened. You're supposed to go back and get a check, though. So. I guess he didn't go back to check Joelle, to see if it... can you tell me why, how it is that a vasectomy, which I, as I understood it was snipping the connection, is it the vas deferens? Uh, is, that, is that the correct tube? But whatever it is, it's a snip, is it not? How does that come undone? It's like a magic trick. It's like a David Blaine trick. Do you want to hmm. talk... Uh, you know when he coughs up talk? frogs? It's like, it's like coughing up semen. Do you want to talk... Um... 
Oh gosh. Do you, want, oh. <laughs> Do you want to talk baby gifts? The janitor's why are you, why baby cage. Changing the subject from because she from... has to look this up. I posted it in the chat. She posted in the chat. A vasectomy can fail if the doctor misses the vas deferens. You guys better be impressed that I pulled out vas fucking deference. I mean, come <laughs> on. Totally. I am a fake doctor. <laughs> a vasectomy can fail if the doctor misses the vas deferens during the procedure. Feels like, isn't that the main thing he's there to do? How does he miss it? <laughs> In rare cases, the tube can regrow. If this does occur, the vas deferens is usually much smaller than it was before. Sometimes sperm can make their way from one end of the vas deferens to the other. Wow. Oh, shit. Well, Johnny C or Dr. Cox must have some really turbocharged sperm because they... Either that or really thin. It could fit through that hmm. little tiny, tiny... Or a horrible doctor. Most, most definitely a horrible, horrible doctor. Okay, let's talk about the janitor's baby cage. Yes, the janitor. We're starting to understand why the yes, we're starting to understand why the janitor is the way he is. He was raised in a cage. Yes, <laughs> he said it was a lot like the pet creep, but without windows, which is which is which is a windowless cage. Yes, and then everyone gives him the evil look, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just kidding. It's for when they get a dog." Oh um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laverne wants to get Laverne wants to get the lingerie from the baby store. Yeah, well, we know Laverne's a freak because a lot of stuff goes down at that above ground pool party. This is where it got a little weird. The scooter rally? No, so, well, that was weird too. Somehow it, it looked like a scene out of Boba Fett. Um, somehow Cox and Jordan convince Turk that the baby can grab his penis while he's having sex. Yes, with his wife. Well, this I feel is a bit Carla. of a, a thing that comes up. I think that men are, are are often worried that that if they have sex with a very pregnant woman where the baby is very far along, that th that the tip is somehow hitting their baby. <laughs> Did you ever have that concern? No, because I feel like you would be you would be having sex with Casey and it'd be like <laughs> hitting the kid's head. Oh my god! Or because it's you, it'd be more like. Do, 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 do. Daniel, when you get pregnant, which seems like it's going to happen any day now, will you oh, have no. that concern about um, about your shaft being too near the fetus? I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Okay. Why? Is there any, is there any progress towards marriage or uh, baby talk in your relationship? Are you guys still together? Yes, we're still together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, long pause. Yeah, just, yeah, just long a long pause. pause in between there. We are celebrating our second anniversary in February. Oh, oh thank you. I'm going to send you whatever Zoe De Chanel sent you uh, in chocolate. <laughs> All right, we're, we're done with this topic. Uh, <laughs> and... That just cost you two months of Twitch promotion. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no more <laughs> dude you're digging a deeper and deeper hole <laughs> oh, no. all right never mind daniel doesn't want to answer private questions it's fine i'll just lay my soul out on here scooter rally why don't why does jd attend a scooter rally uh it feels like turk would have loved that i didn't invite you well you're busy well he's busy that's the that's the whole thing jd's all by him. himself now when i saw that scooters rally the first thing i thought of was the 
was the book of Boba Fett for some reason. I don't yeah, know why. Because I sent you a meme. I sent is that what it is? Because you yeah. sent me the meme. That's what it is. Yes. I don't, I'm not watching Boba Fett, but, but but someone made a meme. Oh, but the last episode was fire. Have you watched it yet, Joel? It was amazing. It Dude. was so good. I almost feel bad for everybody else involved in this show because that was like, just get back yo, to Mando. Oh. Dude, the Mandalorian, yo, the Book of Boba Fett episode five is the best episode of the Book of Boba Fett, and Boba Fett is not in it at all. And it was directed by who, Donald? Who Bryce Dallas it? Howard. My girl. Oh, she was good. She did a great job. Dude, how does that yeah, happen? Up. How does that happen? How does well, that happen? You watch happen? your dad through your whole life, well, and then you get really good is, at it. Her dad is one of the most accomplished filmmakers ever. Oh, no, I'm not talking about Bryce. I'm talking about how... Oh, uh, I understand how Bryce is, Bryce is uh, amazing. She... I think she's an amazing actress too. Hold on, let's. If you want to really get into it, I think she's an amazing actress. That Black actress Mirror too. episode she did was one of the best. Oh my Black Mirror gosh! Ooh. Ooh. Oh wait, I want to do a little side note on Ron Howard tangent. I cannot recommend highly enough this documentary called The Rescue, which tells the story of. Uh, it's on Disney um, Plus, and it's, it tells the story about those children who were caught in the cave in. Thailand, I believe, and then and then how they w- went about rescuing them. It is incredible, and I only bring it up. First of all, see it, but I only bring it up because Ron Howard has now made the narrative version, which uh, rumors are coming out is fucking incredible. And uh, so, watch the documentary first, and then you'll enjoy the the narrative version even more. Well, I'd I'd love Ron Howard as a director. That story was really fascinating. First of all, how the hell did those kids get in that cave? You got to see the Who documentary. You, by the way, what you won't convince these kids to do that? Like I hear, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, no, you got to watch the documentary. You're never gonna. Joel and Dale might. Hmm. You're never gonna. Anyway, I always have thought Ron Howard was a great director. Um, yeah, lots of range because he did. I mean, he directed Parenthood, which is which is a classic. He also directed Willow. He also right, directed, I'm saying, look at the range between yeah. Parenthood and Willow. Yeah, Solo, I mean, like yeah. the Apollo 13. Like well, you didn't his... like Solo. I love Solo. What are you talking you about? I didn't like Solo. Oh, I thought I thought you didn't like Solo. You've never heard that come out of my mouth. Well, I know you don't ever disparage the universe, but I mean. Yeah, uh, I do. What's one thing you've, dis- I guess you've just disparaged uh, Boba Fett. Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Trash. Okay. <laughs> hey, is our guest here, uh, Joel? But, tra- but hold on, trash in a good way. Trash in a in a in a good way. The episode <laughs> ends, uh, of course, with Elizabeth Banks saying that she's pregnant, which we're going to find out uh, how that happened. We know it happened in a very curious manner. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back. Joel has worked up some amazing caller for us, and we're very excited. Right back. Here we go. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. 
Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We are back. Gargle, gargle, gargle. We are back. Gargle, 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 gargle. Wu Tang forever. All right, listen. Ready? I'm ready. Let's bring him in. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna fix their lives. We're gonna see what they have questions are like we play the theme better. song we got a caller who gave us a holler we can talk star wars or sing show tunes you know like a baller smoke some jazz cabbage maybe talk about the episode so come on joelle let's get the show on the road. ladies and gentlemen give it up for andrew Hey, Andrew and Brandon. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you guys? 
It's so nice to meet you. Uh, uh, Andrew, just so the listeners get a full sense, is in front of a green screen. God uh, yeah. knows what he does with that. <laughs> Brandon um, has a gaming chair. I'm assuming he might be a gamer. He also has what appears to be a professional microphone. He may be a podcaster. There look to be some sort oh, of... Oh, man. What if what if this? he's another Twitcher? What if they're Twitchers like freaking oh. Daniel? And they oh, play video games maybe like they're Daniel. Switchers and they play oh, with snap. Daniel. Is that what it is? Do we figure <laughs> it out? Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Jay. Good. Is that really the case? What's what's your guys' story? Yeah. So uh first of all, uh, I don't know how we're gonna follow up uh with Dr. Penis having been on the last episode, but we're gonna try our best. <laughs> well, um, I think our audience is probably penised out after that. Uh, that's they fair. probably don't want to hear any more. We penis talked a stuff. lot about penis. That, I that's think we fair. covered we covered the penis. Yeah. Not only did we cover with a magnet. shaft, but we what? covered balls. Too. Yes, we covered yeah, shaft, okay. balls, anus, hey, taint. You gotta we get covered, it all. We covered tip too. I think we yep. covered tip. We covered tip to taint. The whole thing's yeah. been covered. Tip to taint. Tip to taint. Tip to taint. Tip to taint's tip to a great name for a band or a screenplay. Tip to all right. Taint. So listen, Dardick and Millman, what's yeah. your story? What's happening here? Yeah, so uh, much in the same way that you guys started a podcast as a way to help distract people from the pandemic and uh, you know provide a fun reprieve. Uh, we started a charity last year that provides video games to hospitalized cancer patients, and we stream on Twitch in order to fundraise for that. Oh my goodness, Fire. that's not like us. That is that is like you are that nothing is so like us. You are better kind than us and right sweet now. No. Wow. and philanthropic. Awesome. Dude. We just sit wow. around and talk about penises and scrubs. <laughs> I feel bad that we. I was talking about <laughs> tip to tank right before you. <laughs> I know we got before that introduction. <laughs> now. God, no, we no, love we love everything about you guys. It's no, contrast. It's good. I'm embarrassed. You guys are really doing something good. So wait, say it again. You raise money on your Twitch channel, and with yeah. that, you then bring video game consoles and games to cancer patient children? Yeah. Right. So we're currently working with Hopkins. We're from Baltimore, so like Johns Hopkins Hospital is right around the corner for us. And we're buying like consoles and games to fill out their uh, unit rooms. So Because currently they have like really outdated stuff, and the kids don't care about it and their friends aren't playing it. So they kind of lose that social connection and we're trying to bridge that oh gap. Oh my God. That's that great, is so man. cool. Well, let's start off right away before we even talk to you more with how do people uh, donate or, or participate or, or, or how does anyone help you do with this mission? Yeah. So uh, we stream on twitch.tv slash chemotherapy, which is the, the name of our charity is chemotherapy, oh. kind of like chemotherapy. <laughs> Daniel uh, uh, knows because we uh, I pop into his chat from time to time. It's you. <laughs> it is I. It is I. Well, I, uh, hello. We'll put it in our our um, majiggy on our page. But just say it again. Mm -hmm. uh, wait. So so are you saying they have to watch you play to give, or is there a way to like for someone like me who has no interest in watching yeah. a, a grown man play video games? It was uh, give money. Yeah, right. absolutely. So first and foremost, our, our Twitch channel which is uh, twitch.tv slash Teemotherapy. But then we have a website, uh, which is teemotherapygaming.com. All right, now um, when you say Teemo, is it T-E-M-O? T-E-A-M-O, and then therapy. T-E-A-M-O, therapy. Gaming.com. That's it. Well, that's incredible, guys, and good on you. And now what games, I, we don't know very much about Twitch, as you know from listening to the podcast. We only know that Daniel goes on there and our analogy and we're, is- And we're boycotting Daniel's Twitch Yes, right he's now, not too. allowed to get any plugs oh. because of something so, that just occurred. So uh, He won't talk, talk about, about his private life, so he doesn't get to get plugs. <laughs> sure. Fair so now, listen, 
Listen, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys should definitely. If I was going to pick out a Twitch person to watch, it would be Team Teemo Therapy. That's right. Name honor. Team? <laughs> Appreciate because, that. Yeah, yeah, because you honor me. Because um, I just think it's the best Twitch to watch. Now, what game do you guys not play? Not Dano. Not Dano. Not Dano. That one's getting old, that and uh, he doesn't uh, do enough twerking. Do you? Uh, what game do you guys play? Yeah, so we play a variety of games. Uh, Brandon and I kind of play different games. We both stream on that platform. Um, I like to play through a bunch of uh, games that I haven't played before, so first playthroughs of games. Um, and it's just been all different kinds, anywhere from like God of War to, uh, you know, Brandon played Zelda Breath of the Wild to uh, uh, Pokemon, all sorts of games. And your thing is like, your style is I like to play a game I haven't played before and I'm kind of figuring it out. Yep. Now, are the fans in the in the in the chat being like, "No, dummy, grab the sword"? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, all the time. All and the time. do you, do you feel like that's cheating, or do you or do you go grab the sword? Yeah, we try to <laughs> we try to not let them. What's called backseat gaming, like backseat driving. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Are you say it, to your fans, so you say to your fans, "Don't give me unnecessary clues. I want to figure this out on my own." Exactly. But they still probably do. They still do, they and still they'll be bad. Do. <laughs> do you guys ever live stream with the kids from the hospital? That is uh, no, one of our goals for be, one yeah, day. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that is definitely one of our goals uh, one day is to be able to do something like that. That's really cool. That would be and, really cool. And Brandon, do you, do you guys do it together or separately? We have done it together. Normally, our schedule is Tuesday, Thursday, me, Saturday, Sunday, Andrew. And there have been special events where, like, you know, he lives in Virginia. I'm from Maryland. He'll come up and we'll both be right here playing together. And that's always fun. Or we can do it, you know, over the Internet. But together streams are rare and, and a, a unique event. And do you right think on. that people are are uh, extra generous with because they know it's going to such a good cause? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Twitch channels. We've been lucky. Uh, we didn't know what to expect, but to, uh, growth has not been. It's usually not as fast as we've experienced, and I think it's because people love the cause. Yeah. What do you only think started? Is Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. Sure. Uh, we only started in in May of last year, and since then we've raised uh, something like twenty thousand dollars. Oh my uh, god. And it's just awesome. been an absolutely incredible. To, so that's a lot of, of consoles support. you could buy. Well, actually, yeah, so actually, I've got there's like 13 Xbox Series S's behind me. Andrew's got another handful. Nice. Um, we're doing a first drop off at Hopkins at the end of this month. Andrew's coming up. Yep. Can, now, can people donate consoles also? Or do you want old consoles? Do you want new ones? Like, what is the criteria for uh, donations? So uh, a lot of times in hospitals, they already have older consoles and our mission is to kind of upgrade what they have so that uh, a lot of the patients can be playing, you know, what their friends are playing or the latest games and, you know, not feel like they're missing out. Uh, So we we, uh, haven't gotten any donations in the form of consoles, but uh, if we were to uh, get those, we would prefer if they were uh, current gen consoles. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to pull some strings and see if I can get some consoles. That would be really dope, right? That would be dope. I, if we I, could, that would be absolutely have connections. That would be really dope if anybody from Xbox or Ubisoft, we know we got some Ubisoft fans out there, mm-hmm. friends yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Just yes. anybody who listens to this podcast and is Jamel, in the what's the name industry? of our friend at Ubisoft? You got to reach out to him. Oh, I'd have to look it He's up. He's doing a Star Wars stuff. Stuff. email, and I will also reach out. He listens. It's Yusef. But it's Yusef. Yusef, yeah. we need the mother load for this. Listen to this, how noble and, and beautiful this charity is. Send these, these gentlemen the mother load. 
we need to we need that. to hook we need to hook it up, man. And my cause... my sister in law works at Xbox, and I'm going to be pulling some strings and see what I can do for you guys. That would be so absolutely we'll incredible. Can do. I, can't, would. I can't promise anything, but I uh, sure. I have some pull with her. She likes me. <laughs> okay, do you guys have any questions for us? Uh, yeah. So uh, I had a, a serious question, and then a, a little bit of a lighthearted question for you guys. Um, so being that we work with cancer patients, um, thought it would just be appropriate to ask how, how has you or loved one's life been affected by cancer? My dad, I I lost my father to, uh, I mean, my, my mother beat, uh, cancer. My father did not, he had it in a place called the biliary tube. Um, and, uh, it was horrible. And we had the best doctors, and granted, he was 84, so uh, hard for an 84-year-old man. He fought as hard as he could, but no matter what he did. The horrible thing about cancer for my father was he, even though my dad was 84, and Donald can tell you, he had the the mind of a, a 55-year-old, you know? He, he was—nothing was wrong with his brain at all. He was 100%, but his body was, like, quitting on him because it, it was fighting as hard as it could, an 84-year-old body against cancer, and the cancer just— took him down. And that's what's so hard. It's one thing when a when a senior is at an age where you go, okay, they're losing some of their mental faculties and now their body's going and they've had a good life. But it was extra hard for me because my father was, it's like he was so disappointed in his body. Like, come on, body. It's like it's not to bring it around to the scrubs joke, but it's kind of like the, the head and the body thing where it's like, come on, body, fight harder, fight harder, because yeah. my brain is still 100% here. So that's 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 about as close and hard as it as it as it gets. Uh, watching that, watching the demise of my father uh, to 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 biliary biliary cancer. Yeah, my aunt had breast cancer, and she beat it one time, and then it came back again, and she just didn't have the energy to fight it, and it took her, and it took her really fast too, um, and she hid it for a little bit. Uh, be- because she didn't, you know, she just didn't want to go through chemo again. You said your you aunt, right? My aunt. Oh, yes. sorry, I, I I didn't want anyone to misunderstand and say your mom. Your mom is uh, no, no, alive no. and my and mom doing is well alive and, and doing well. She's been on the show, as a matter of fact. Yes, but right. my her sister, as a matter of fact, uh, I've yet to experience losing a parent, uh, but I have friends and family members who have, and it's you know, it is. It it I, I I've never hurt more for people than when that happens, you know. Uh, and also and imagine so, what the what the what the world these guys are 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 working in with children. I mean, can you? That's where it gets like I can't. I you know I pray every night. I literally pray all the time, uh, not just at night. Sometimes when I'm driving in my car. Sometimes when I'm in my shower, you know. Uh, uh, I I love my children so much and I you know I pray for their health you know and um and so what you guys are doing is amazing by the yeah, way I like, really like this it. is just this Thank is you. just an awesome cause man like I don't know I don't know how you came up with it but good on you man like Yeah and, 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 and it seems and, and like the more money support. you raise the more money you raise you'll be able to expand to more and more hospitals hospitals right? and are stuff. these in like the uh, this is a dumb question but are these um, like in the communal room for the children, or are they in their own private rooms? Yeah, so uh, we actually got a, a PlayStation Five for their community room for them to share because you know PS Fives are really really hard to get hard a, to come a, a by, hold yeah. of. 
But now you uh, got these kids fighting. They're like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm next. I'm I'm next. (laughs) Exactly. But uh, uh, the Xboxes we were able to actually get a bunch of. So we're going to be putting uh, one of those in each of the patient rooms. That's great. Awesome. See, that's great. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a call about Xboxes, see what I can do. Um, Now, what's your next question? Have it be a little more chipper for the love of God. Oh, for sure. What is your favorite uh, easy recipe to cook? I have a bunch of them. Zach doesn't really cook. Zach Zach couldn't Ice. make. Yeah, that's about it for Zach. That's no, that's not true. It. You know what I do? I I make a fucking killer PB and J. Grew up on um, PB and Js. I love a PB and J. Uh, I'm more a PB and honey kind of guy. Ooh. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm. Just, oh. Thank you. I'm glad, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Big thumbs up for me. I don't really cook much. I used to, you know, when I was first out of college and totally uh, broke, I, I had a few little go-tos, but none of them, you know, nothing more complicated than heating up a pasta sauce and making boiling pasta. I, I don't I don't really cook at all. Much to my girlfriend's chagrin, she, she's an amazing chef and keeps trying to get me into it. And I'm like, you're killing it on your own. <laughs> yeah, you're already I, so good at I it. I don't want to get in the way. <laughs> And I've spoken about it on the podcast. I I took over. I am I am the best kitchen cleaner. I challenge any person who's in a relationship who's the cleaning side of things to a contest. I I'll make that. <laughs> well, respect st- for that. Pulling your weight. Listen. Pull your pull that weight. Listen. I I line up all my sponges, all my favorite tools, because I know which one's going to be best for which pan. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Donald, what's your quick recipe? <laughs> Donald actually cooks. You do I don't have chicken. a quick. I don't. Do I could make fried chicken. That's probably a quick recipe. Everything is a production. Once you, when you like to cook, it doesn't matter, man. You're like, you know what? It might be a quick recipe, but I'm gonna make it so it's an easy quick recipe. So everything is separated in its rightful cups and measurements. You know what I mean? And you know, you put it together. There ain't no easy recipe for me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. So much. I've been watching so much Great British Bake Off. Do any of you watch that? Hell yeah. Yes. It's such a nice show. I love that show. I love mm. it. It's like a hug. It's it's just so <laughs> yeah. we we well, we watch it at night late when you watch something just peaceful to calm down to. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just so I don't know, wholesome and fun to watch completely. If you, if, you, if you haven't gotten into it, get into it. It's just it's it's these people these people in the UK who are who are just home they're not professionals, they're just amateurs, but they're phenomenal and uh it, it's really fun. Anyway. But that's one thing about cooking. Like, once you get into it, you can get really, 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 really good at it. I mean, and then there's some people who just have a gift, and those are sure. the ones that go on to become great chefs and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, I saw this movie, Julia and Julia, whatever yeah, that shit yeah. was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Meryl Streep and I Amy Adams. I can't get I watched watch. it like four or five times. It's so delicious to watch, dude. <laughs> like, just delicious. watching it is like he the, has food the weirdest is like so taste. Good. Like, I can't get him to watch anything outside the Marvel Star Wars universe. And he's like, I watched Julius <laughs> and Julia five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And I tried to, like, literally, that's how I learned how to, you know, toast bread in a pan. You know what I mean? I think the uh, premise mm-hmm. is that the woman, Amy Adams, is trying to cook all of the recipes in, in that book. Child's I book. Bought, yeah. I bought that book. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. It's hard. That's just impossible, man. <laughs> I was right. like, I was like, I'll start with the easy one. The easy nope, one wasn't that easy. That ain't gonna be easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna have it for me. It's time for Twitch's favorite segment, Donald. <laughs> It's time, time for to, a- to fix your life. <laughs> the digital version. Okay, how can we fix your guys' life? Um, if it's if it, I mean, we'll do anything for you, gentlemen. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, imagine he was like, "My balls." Fun. No, I. <laughs> oh no! You always have to go back to the penis. For fuck's sake, just stop talking about your willies. If it'll help the cause, if it'll help the cause, I'll do, I'll, I'll do penis play. But I, I prefer not. Well, I had one. Um, as part of my job, uh, I'm an oncology nurse. Um, this kind of thing has come up a lot. Sometimes it's uh, difficult to kind of gauge how to approach someone who's grieving, you know, whether it's a family member who's sick and perhaps dying or a person uh, was just told they have cancer and they're grieving the loss of their life before cancer. Uh, from your experiences with uh, grief and loss, how would you have liked to be approached, supported, or possibly even left alone? How should we go about supporting grieving people in the future? Oof. Wow, your question gave me goosebumps on my thighs. Um, probably because just your thighs. Uh, I got goosebumps between knees and 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 waist. Yes, that's good. Don't Very don't specific. criticize where the no no. no I, I was wondering. I was, I was asking how far up it went. That's all. this is where we make. This is how I make movies. <laughs> this is exactly that's how I when I'm making a film. We always we, we joke around in the edit room. We're like. All right, that just gave me goosebumps. That was like a shoulder to uh, elbow. Mm. Um, that was on my bucket list. Give you goosebumps. I think you Do they really mean have different to... things. No, but when you've watched a film, like like in the example I'm giving, when you've watched the film 900 times and you're working on it, and you're tweaking it, and you're trying out different music or you're trying out a different cut, and some little bit of magic happens and you change something, and all of a sudden you get goosebumps down your arm. It's like okay, that's obviously working, you know. Or you're trying out a new song, you know, and all and the old song was fine, but it didn't give you goosebumps. You're, you know, you're trying to give the audience goosebumps. So if you get them for yourself, just like if you laugh at a joke, somebody else that, is going to laugh. People that at have it. that you, people that have your sense of humor are going to laugh at the joke. Right. So and you're your own worst critic for sure. So yeah, um, um, I think the space is important, and really reading the room, whether the person wants you there or not. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The other thing is, I, I think I would have some just gentle things locked and loaded that people have found meaningful before. It could be a phrase, or I'm just I'm just going to pull a bad example out of the hat, like this, the the phrase uh, "this too shall pass." Um, if you had some of those that were simple but effective, and also I think getting related, people really feel heard and seen when you say. Even if you're their nurse, um, I lost uh, such and such, and I've been there, and it's really hard, and I'm, I'm here for you, and I know how hard it is, but this too shall pass, and just know that every day it gets a little bit easier, and you know things like that. I think getting related, sharing personal stories, and but but most importantly, first and foremost, I would say reading the room because there are times when I was in the situation with the grief that I've had to battle, where you're like. I don't want to talk to anybody. I I don't want. Yeah, I I know you. I know you mean well, um, but I don't. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's a very difficult question. I don't know how anybody wants to be told grief. I mean, uh, wants to be told bad news. Um, I know it's a part of life, and eventually everybody has to face it, uh, face the music. But uh, I don't know how I want to be told. There is no. I don't think there is a there is a gentle way to find out. Well, I don't think he's talking uh, about specifically like a... telling people. He's saying, if I'm not wrong, he's talking about he's ha- after they've been told and they're clearly upset. Uh, is is there 
how do you how do you how do you navigate um, not being aloof, and but also yeah. not being in someone's face? You know, well, I definitely position. think you should read the room. That's for damn sure. It's got to be personal to the your relationship with the person, right? I mean, can I share a story? Yeah, uh, I mean, I lost my dad to COVID a year ago, right? And the on the other side of it, the most uh, the word annoying is probably the wrong word, but what was annoying to me is people were were posting as if like they lost and people were commenting on their status. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm like, your loss. Like, you know, the people like started telling people and then I got bombarded. It's like, you didn't have the right to tell those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't do that. I, I can say what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. But do you remember something that someone said? Does anything stick? Actually, do you like, do you guys ever see the good place show on Netflix? I've seen mm -hmm. a lot of it. Not all, but I've seen a lot. Okay. Of it. I mean, I'm going to, no spoilers, but there's a quote at the end that I'm going to share. It's a really awesome quote. It's a Buddhist quote. He goes, picture a wave. You know, you can see it and you can measure it. And when it hits the shore, it's gone. But the water is still there. The wave just a different way for it to be for a little while. That was a really beautiful quote on death to me. Yeah, I like that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I would, um, I think, you know, if you have some things that are meaningful to you, in the spirit of what of, of what Brandon just said, that when the person does want to engage, you've got like five different things locked and loaded. Like here's something that 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 I read once that that's really meaningful to me, and uh, or maybe the person doesn't want to talk, but you know that they like you, and you could slip that to them on a piece of paper, like a quote. Um, you know, it, there's different there's varying ways to do it. Someone might want to really engage with you and sit there and talk with you. Someone might be like, you know, what might be more like, you know, Andrew, we love you. You've been so sweet, but we just want to be left alone. That kind of person you could slip a little piece of paper to and say, hey, here's a quote that's meaningful to me. I think that would be great. You know, one of my experiences with, the, with, um, uh, with nurses was that some were just outstanding and just went so far out of their way and it made such a difference. And uh, it seems to me, especially when you consider the philanthropy work you guys are doing, that, that you're those type of people. So I don't know if we fixed anything, but. Oh, that was uh, really helpful. I really appreciate it. Yeah. There's a great, you know, it's when you stumble across a great quote that just lands with you, mm -hmm. you know, like, 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 you know, you know, you know, Brandon just said one for him, but like even a friend of mine told, you know, in the editing room, a director friend of mine gave me a quote about cutting and I put it up on the whiteboard because I obviously have big whiteboards in my editing room because I'm Mr. Whiteboard. And it really helped me. It's like, it's a topic that uh, told, obviously totally nothing to do with grief, but a topic that I've always wrestled with. And he sent me this quote that was like, Eureka, that quote I, lands with me. I understand that. You know, and we all have that for different things. So I'm sure there's 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 um, plenty of uh, infinite number of those for people grieving. Yeah. Um, Donald, we need to switch back to comedy. Say something funny. Shit, dick, balls. Tip the tape. Tip the tape. Tip the tongue. The tip the tape. I know Zach, I love you. Yeah, you I'll do, kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, that's the show. We did it. These guys are uh, great. Remind people uh, how they find you on Twitch. Go again. Sure. It's twitch.tv slash teamotherapy. That's T-E-A-M-O therapy or teamotherapygaming.com. And Brandon, is yours the same or different? Yep. 
we share the, the channel. And those are the only two people on the program right now who, who t- you use Twitch. So um, those are the only... <laughs> Those are the only Twitchers we know. They're the only Twitches we've ever met, to be honest with you. I've never been wow. on Twitch, so I don't know anything about it. I'll only to visit uh, an old friend of mine uh, and see what his uh, Twitch was like. And um, he was just eating. So <laughs> I, I realized Muckbang, this. Was, yes. um, what percentage of Twitch is gaming and what percentage is other things? That's a great question. Oh, my God. Daniel, do you know? Andrew, do you know? He's been shunned. Do you know how the Amish shun people? He's been Shame! Shunned. I have no Shame. idea. I mean, you know, a lot of people do like those uh, just chatting streams and, and hot tub streams. That's There's not jokes us, about the hot tub streams. Donald, we should do a hot tub Twitch stream. You got, we could totally do a hot tub Twitch stream, which is me and you sitting in the hot tub I drinking. Raise money for charity for buying consoles for the kids. Look, you, can't, do it. you can't tell me that wouldn't be wildly successful. You yeah, can't I gotta lose some weight first, but yeah, me I'm too, down. Me okay. too. I'm trying to lose a couple of LBs. Joelle, do you know? Does it say? Mm-hmm. No, I'm only getting like gender breakdowns and time uh, spent on breakdowns. Because you only hear about the gaming, really, and 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 cooking. I've been hearing about cooking. Can mm-hmm. you be nude on Twitch? No, no you may no. not. No, but if and, you're in a body of water, you can be in a bathing suit. And that's why the the people. But you have to be in a body of water. Yeah, some people like literally put like a little mini pool on their room and stand and sit in that, and then they're allowed to be in a bikini. It's oh wait, breaking wait, the rules. I have, I have a question. You're allowed to be in a bikini if you're standing if, in water. If you're yes. in a pool, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? World. Go for yours. I just think it's so funny the way that people get around it. There's somebody going, how do I get around the Twitch rules so I can show I the world I need to my show bikini. my body. What do they do in the bikini once they're on? They, they jiggle. I don't know. They, they jiggle, jiggle and they get views, you know? Right. I don't know. <laughs> but they can't be, they can't go into like OnlyFans territory. They have to. Right, 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 right. They have to keep it holy. Do they play video games? Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. I don't know. Do I don't think people games? would know if they were. A lot of times they play like Just Dance. So oh, that's smart. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. Wait, no. Are wait, you allowed to go on Twitch? You're allowed to go on Twitch if you're not a member, like right? Yeah, you can go on. Right, I'm going like to go watch someone uh, do a dance video game in, in, in their bikini in their mini pool. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> One following. If it works, it works. <laughs> but the most popular uh, is gaming, right? Mm-hmm. I would say so. And is Pewdie Pewdie PewPie the most popular? <laughs> I think he's on YouTube actually. What's Pewdie yeah, Pewdie PewPie? Oh, it's... he's on YouTube. He's a gamer. <laughs> YouTube, Who's the most right? popular Twitch star? Um, it's definitely not Daniel. We don't. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Who's the most popular Twitch star? Who? Probably XQC, Tyler One, yeah. Summit One G. There's a lot of Spanish streamers who have a huge following. Joel, your voice is so low right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are wild. You guys are wild. Joel, your voice enough got bullying. so low. Enough oh, bullying. Enough bullying. We love you. We love you. Um, yeah. All right. Um, that's, that's it. The that's the show. We love you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank and, you so much. Um, and we'll all look Thank into you. ways to help you get more consoles because what a cool cause. And you're, you're a good gentleman. And we'll see you next time. Donald, say, oh, Donald, uh, do you want to introduce your uh, nephew? All right, y'all. This is my nephew, Mizell. You can find him on Spotify. You can find him anywhere. He goes by Isaiah the Poet. Here's his song right here. I'm gonna shine. I'm gonna shine. Whether you like it or not. No. 
team eating like his family dinner. Just stayed out the waitress, think I might just start a family with her. A lot of y'all is misconstruing clicks for fans and thinking that's your Instagram or business plan. You know the type that think they gangster till the witness stand. Promoting fights and toting pipes, they ain't really with their hands. I see them Harvard scholars in two seats. So how you top done data with no breach? In these streets, niggas ten toes deep. So you cut them at their ankles, now they got no feet. All them first class habits gon' die cheap. Don't be no Birkin baggage for no trees. I need a boss by the package like Monique. Make me wanna toss her a thousand to go eat. Just like you talking out your neck can make me rip out your lungs I swear this really a game of inches While you dealers out here skipping my money acquire interest Like the dope fell over, we tipped the scale on them I told the hotel owner to hold the mail order We built different, I ill different European CZ gon' make, I swear that our meal's different I still dream for a day where some don't feel missing I still dream for a day where some don't feel missing Some people deal with depression like on a deep level I've been smoking weed since 11, that's why my teeth yellow I ring bells in my city like on a street level Even the cartels fucking with me, Robert D. Nero Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.